Cool. Hello, everyone. We are live. <laughs> everyone, thank you for joining us today for the Pastrami Nation podcast. I'm your host today, Kevin. Um, today, we're joined by a really, really cool group of people. Um, you know, of course, you know, you know him. He's the founder, co-founder of Pastrami Nation, editor of Pastrami Nation, Mr. Nolan Smith. Smith. How are you? <laughs> Howdy. How's everybody doing? Good, man. Good. And of course, we have Christian with us today. How are you doing today, Christian? Good. Good to be here. Good to be back. Yay, Christian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And of course, we have the host of the Sarlacc Digest podcast joining us today. One uh, of the Scott. many. One of the many hosts. <laughs> One of the many hosts. There, the there are hosts. five of us. So, okay. yeah. yeah. One of the many hosts of the Sarlacc Digest podcast here uh, joining us today. And today, we're going to be talking about the book of Boba Fett which just ended its season run yesterday. Um, so yeah, let's go ahead and just dive into it. First of all, let's just talk about first impressions. What do we think? Are we, you know, were we excited about it? Were we happy with it? What, what are your guys' thoughts? Are we, are we going to take turns? How do you think I feel? Yeah. Jump in. Heck yeah. Just jump on in. I mean, I was I was very excited for it to begin with. I like, you know, uh, what they did with Boba Fett, and the Mandalorian was awesome. You know, how could we not be excited for it? Um, and then that teaser at the end of uh, Mandalorian season two, you know, yeah. like, oh, I, Star Wars gangster movie, like, or series, <laughs> that's going to be awesome. So, yeah, uh, anticipation was high going in, I would say, uh, very much so. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. You guys probably want to add to that. I, I will not stop talking. So if anybody else wants to go first, <laughs> Um, so yeah, I felt, uh, I, I felt the same way coming off of Mando season two, I was ready for book of Boba Fett. Uh, it was exciting. It was, um, you know, I was excited to enter this world that I really didn't know a whole lot about, you know, with this character who was just this mysterious, listen, I understand like people probably know a lot about him reading comic books and all these other things. I don't know anything about him. I'm the kind of the average star Wars viewer, you know, I've seen all the movies. I've seen some of the clone wars. I've been on star tours, <laughs> that's, you know, that's the extent, but I love it all. I think it's great. So it was really that's fun fantastic. to be able to jump into it and to learn about this character. And um, yeah, so at first I was, I was very excited about it. Um, I, oh, at first I'm yeah. hearing like keywords. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I hate you not. Know, well, Kevin also hated Ghostbusters, so I mean, we I did not hate Ghostbusters. I actually quite enjoyed <laughs> Ghostbusters, um, but um, you know, it's that it's the whole fan servicey thing that you know. Anyways, we'll get into that on another well, time, yeah. another yes. podcast. Um, but um, overall, I thought it was like 50-50 for me. Like the first first um, part of the season was kind of slow. It kind of started to lose me a little bit. I don't know if it was just because I just wasn't into the the, the I just wasn't villain Boba Fett, you know, as much as I feel like I should have. Um, I feel like uh, it's kind of like that whole thing, you know, where you kind of see what's behind the mask, where you kind of the magician shows his tricks, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I always found like Boba Fett to be a fascinating character. I didn't really need to see more. I like the mystery of it, right? Um, this still left plenty to kind of be explored of his, you know, past. Um, but uh, to me, that kind of just that kind of plays into my thoughts on a lot of these kind of things. Um, I just don't need to see too much. And I felt like I saw too much uh, till about Ooh. halfway through. So, yeah. I want to jump I, in I, on this. Scott's oh, going to be the opposite of you. 
So yeah. um, Scott is oh, like a Star Wars fan. Like if anybody that's awesome though. That's that's Fred, great. It's gonna be him. So I'll jump in here real quick to say. Um, I mean, I love Star Wars. Grew up off of Star Wars. Um, you know, love Boba Fett from his like small amount of lines in Return of the Jedi. Um, mm. And then from what we saw in the comics, and then of course what we saw in the you know prequels with Jango. Uh, I love the actor. I think he's a right. fantastic actor. Um, I'm a little bit in the same boat as you, Kevin. That it, it, to me, it started a little slow for me. Um, but if I had to rate the whole thing overall, I mean, overall it was excellent. It felt like it felt like Star Wars, and I think that's the best compliment I can give it. It felt like mm-hmm. Star Wars to me. Um, so I ha- I do have some nitpicking in there, um, but overall it was really enjoyable. This last episode was fantastic. Scott, I'm dying to know what you thought. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, well, you know. <clears throat> overall the series once you're able to watch it from you know start to finish i'd, I'd give it a solid uh, b plus a minus if we're giving it a letter okay. grade okay um i was not a boba fett fan and the reason why i was not a boba fett fan is because he looks incredible and that's the amount of his depth right uh, he kind of never did anything i mean the dude got killed killed quote unquote by a <laughs> blind guy with a stick exactly <laughs> i mean and then you talk about the mystery the one of the cooler things the cooler aspects of him was that he was such a mystery and then mm-hmm. you go back to attack of the clones and all of a sudden <clears throat> he's the mystery is gone he is a clone right. you know he is like the right as they say he's the alpha clone to omega from the bad batch being the omega clone um, I do not know why <clears throat> I can't clear my throat right now. So um, anyway, yeah, the he is the alpha clone that was, of course, not altered to age fast or anything like that. And that kind of that kind of killed some of the mystery. Also to see him, you know, as a little kid running around chasing his dad, chasing after his dad <laughs> right. and all that. It just Attack of the Clones is notoriously my least favorite Star Wars movie of the entire saga okay mm-hmm. so i will i will not harp on this too much but um Django is sam awesome too. what's that I, i'm sorry i said i hate sam too Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> um so tamora morrison playing Django and then playing boba fett was was amazing I, I thought him coming back and reprising that role in uh the mandalorian was amazing uh whenever whenever the book of Boba Fett come starts and you see how he escaped the Sarlacc pit, that has been every fanboy's dream to see how he got himself out of that mess. And then things kind of, you know, they, they went a little off the rails at times. And it's like, yeah. um, there, there's some things in the series that didn't quite, I don't think they quite translated properly. Like he was with the Tusken Raiders before he found his armor uh, from uh, from Mandalorian before he got it on Tython from Din Djarin, he uh, he was on Tatooine for about five and a half to six years, and I don't think in those three or four episodes where there were the flashbacks that it quite conveyed the sense of time there. And you know how long was he with the Tuscans? How long was he on his own? How long? You know there was Star Wars is notoriously bad at, at showing you how time passes, and like <laughs> Empire Strikes Back. They're on the Falcon going to Bespin for like three or four weeks. And it just looks like they were there for a couple of days. So that that's one of the issues I had with it. But overall, 
I'm jumping all over the place here. No, Overall, please. I thought it, I thought it was an excellent show. And I, and I think my grade would be a lot lower had it not been for the final three episodes, maybe Great. the final four episodes, because the, uh, the, the episode where he found the dead bodies of the Tuscans and all that, that, that was pretty powerful too. So maybe the four final four episodes are really, really enjoyed. Um, I, I mean, I would consider myself a pretty big Star Wars fan too. Um, I do love Star Wars. I go, I go back and forth with Boba. Like, in the in the end, it's the same thing. Like, what what did he actually ever do in the original trilogy? You know what I mean? Like he stood mm-hmm. there. Like even like he didn't even catch Han. It, like he got it. That's the thing. He went. Yeah. 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 No disintegration. So, so like, I mean, I I was really excited for the show. We watched all of them at midnight. You know, I for me, it's just those two episodes though. I, I I think I'm giving it a lot lower grade than everybody else here is. Um, I I don't know what it is. I just I felt like it was moving really slow. I I think maybe I, I think they played their card with the Mandalorian and they couldn't do it again with with Boba. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the cool like silent like badass. You, we're gonna do it twice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like they had to do something different. And then for them to have to like justify the transition of him being like a bad guy who was helping Darth Vader who was who died trying to kill like Luke and Han and Chewie to all of a sudden now like I'm gonna I'm gonna fix Tatooine like I'm gonna make Tatooine cool but I, I get it you know you're doing the story with with the Tuscan Raiders so that's cool but then I just feel like maybe there's I, I love Tamir Morrison too but I think like I think they were kind of dealing with the like writers were dealing with like having their hands behind I, I okay sorry let's get into like episode like five and six because I think that's kind of like the big talking point right I yeah. I feel like I I understand why they did it here but now at the end of it I just wish they saved that for Mando season three like because I I really and this is like and I have to credit my girlfriend for this like like the the way that they resolved like the big question right that Grogu was asked by Luke Right, the way that they resolved that in the last episode, it felt cheap. Like that, it was such a beautiful thing that they did. Like, and then the way that they ended it, it was like just like beautiful storytelling. And then like, oh, that's shiny. Like, you know what I mean? It just shows up with R two. And then like, also, how did R two know? Like, how did R two know that Grogu knew that lady? You know what I mean? They just like it, or is that the only place to land a ship in all of Tatooine? You know what I mean? Like that is just weird to me. I just, I, I think, also, I hated the teenagers, like the cyberpunk teenagers. <laughs> I couldn't stand them. A lot of people like, did, yeah. I, I, I think, like, I like, I think it was episode three, and that last episode, I just didn't like. And I'm realizing it's Robert Rodriguez, man. I just, I hate, I hate to go there, but, like, I feel like he's just like, hey, remember El Mariachi? Hey, remember, you know what I mean? Like, he's like, look, yeah. I'll do it again. And the guy doing, like, a spin move, like, why are you spinning? Like, I don't know, it was so weird to me. That, that that didn't bother me as much as I don't, I, I love Robert Rodriguez. I'm like, yeah. huge, like I'm a huge fan, yeah. but I don't feel like he works. I've This one just felt very much like a, almost like a director for hire, but he was kind of putting little things here and there. Like you said, the spin yeah. move and everything. I, um, I, oh, sorry. Good. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I just, I just feel like he had, I mean, obviously he would be invested in Boba Fett. He was the one who mm-hmm. directed, you know, like Boba Fett's return in the Mandalorian. And I just feel like they did all this stuff with like Mando and Grogu, and he was like, "Can I cuss? Or are we not cussing on this thing? I don't know." But he was just like, "Forget all that stuff. Like, 
I care about Boba Fett. So like, oh, we did all this awesome stuff with Grogu in the last episode. Whatever, just have him show up. <laughs> it's like it's it's like Luke didn't care. He was like, oh, that's that's how you answered my question. Fuck off my planet. And like, just like R two, drop this kid off wherever. <laughs> I don't care. Like, I don't know. It just it felt really like cheap to like. It's an interesting take on that because I I felt like that last episode. I think they did that pretty well with the, you know, you didn't have to see him when he chose, you know, which part. Right. Like, no, I'm not yeah. saying that we needed to. Right. And um, I thought it was a little weird too. At first, I was like, "Wait, Grogu's flying an X-wing? Like this is like strong force crap." <laughs> but I mean, it's R two. Like R two right. is like one of the saviors of the entire you know saga. So mm-hmm. um, to me, I felt like it did definitely pick up with the Mandalorian coming in. Um, uh, I, I often like refer to Boba Fett as like, okay, so Star Wars is about like intergalactic, you know, piracy and fighting and this and that and justice and justice. And then Boba Fett's about, let's go make an appointment with the mayor. And you're like, well, nobody wants to do that stuff. But I felt like the last year <laughs> was really, really well done. I really liked the Cad Bane showdown um, yes. with Fett because it really showed that, you know, like Boba Fett's not somebody you mess with. Like, even though he's trying to turn that other leaf, like he'll screw you up. Um, and then I, I know a lot of people were angry about the way Cad Bane looked, but how else was he going to look? He, he looked like Cad Bane to me. Um, if, if you look at the, I mean, the, the Clone Wars and, and Rebels themselves, they're very stylized cartoons. Mm-hmm. Look at the way they drew Count Dooku. Okay. Mm-hmm. Count Dooku in the Clone Wars looks insane. I mean, he looks amazing. And then you got Christopher Lee, who is a badass, but he doesn't look right. like that. <laughs> It's right. it's all artist interpretation. People need to chill out. And yeah, that's that's what that. I like to tell everybody who is bashing all of Star Wars right now and every little microscopic aspect of it. Chill mm-hmm. the hell out. <laughs> Sit back, quit overanalyzing it. Sit back and enjoy the ride. You know, <laughs> because I mean, ultimately. We didn't sit down in the theaters in 1977, 80, and 83 and overanalyze every little thing. We were in it for the ride. We were right. kids, too. So, I mean, yeah. now that we're all adults and we're comparing them to this, to the new saga, to the original trilogy and the sequel trilogy and the prequel trilogy, we are just going off the rails and forgetting to enjoy it. And honestly, Good I point. think that if everybody just yeah. calmed the down and relax sit back and enjoy watching boba fett playing the godfather on screen literally scenes taken from the godfather on screen chill out enjoy it for what it is you know mm-hmm. probably my biggest gripe of it was the the show up until what episodes five and six was tatooine i'm so damn tired of tatooine <laughs> but i get it that's where he needed to be. That's where he was, you know, that's where his armor was. There's right. a reason for that. And I mean, they introduced Cobb Vanth to, for his armor. Cobb Vanth was in the aftermath novels. Mm-hmm. It told his story in those novels and we got to see it in live action. Which is really cool. That's, yeah. That's yeah. incredible. Bringing novelizations mm-hmm. into Canon into, you know, visual form. They've never really done that before, you know? So it, it just, it, to me, the, it, People just need to relax. Just relax. Enjoy it. I can nitpick the hell out of every episode to death. Even the fact that, like you said, the mods, the kids, the Power Rangers, as you called them, the mods did not feel like they belonged on Tatooine. They felt like they belonged mainly on, say, Coruscant. Okay. Even the main, I think her name's Thrash. She Mm -hmm. has a Coruscanti accent, but yet she was born, as she said, and raised in the streets of Tatooine. Those two things don't jive. But, you know, otherwise... 
So what? So they had one episode where they did a slow speed chase through tattoo through Mos Espa streets. Whatever. It's, it's <clears> fine. <throat> that was one part of an episode. Right. I don't know. It, it They don't bother me as much as they bother others. So. Well, you made a good point, Scott. Like, yeah, just just kind of enjoy it because we didn't have Star Wars series for a while. We were lucky with the Clone Wars. We were lucky with the animated series that we got. But we didn't have live action until we hit Mandalorian, right? And mm-hmm. I think from Mandalorian to now, like, I, it's almost spoiled us that we get to see Star Wars on the small screen. Original stories. Um, like you said, Kyle Vanth. Like, how cool is that to see? Um yeah. With the Mandalorian, you know, um, you know, we saw people pop up that were just in the cartoons or just in novels, and it Ahsoka, was Ahsoka Tano, my one yeah. of my favorite characters, Ahsoka ah. Tano. I mean, oh my god, to see her on screen with her lightsabers just cutting through people. I mean, that was insane. Right. Yeah. And now, and and her her question, you know, at the end of that episode of the Mandalorian is, "Where's Grand Admiral Thrawn?" Come on, you know yeah, what's know. coming. That was a big moment when that yeah. happened. Yeah, we're doing it. And and all <laughs> of this, all of these series, whenever they announced all the series, Mandalorian and the Ahsoka series and the Lando series, and uh, I don't, I don't know if uh, the Rangers of the New Republic is on or off again. They keep changing their minds on that. But all of it's supposed to link up Avenger style into an event. And if you That's see it, that is why. One of the reasons why Mando was in this show. Right. Okay. Number one, there's a lot of storytelling they need to do. Right. And if, if he gets rid of, you think about it, he gets rid of Grogu in the final episode of Mandalorian season two, you start up uh, season three Mandalorian with no Grogu. You're going to lose all, as we call them, the muggles, the people that don't sit back (laughs) and live and breathe and eat and drink star Wars. Right. They're going to be like, where's baby Yoda. Why, why is baby Yoda not in the show? I need you my know, baby Yoda fix. We need our baby Yoda, right? <laughs> yeah. So you you get you get the kid back in his hands. You use Book of Boba Fett to bring those characters back together again. You and you push the story forward, and then you don't need the exposition of finding out where baby. Why is baby Yoda noobs show up? Wait, I thought he was gone in in right. Mandalorian season two. Oh no, you got to go watch Book of Boba Fett. Oh crap. Okay, I'm gonna go tune into that and see what happened with Grogu. It's I, I masterful think, storytelling, if right. you ask me. Yeah, I think the other the other function of like having Mando and like these two episodes essentially be like two episodes of the Mandalorian uh, is to show that it's not just like yes, there's like Mandalorian season one and season two, and then Book of Boba Fett, but mm-hmm. affectionately, like it's all one big giant story that they're telling through these like separate shows. I, I think I, that's I really cool. I have a point to that too. I honestly think this should have been called the Mandalorian season three, the book of Boba Fett. If you just keep it all in there, it Boba Fett is still a Mandalorian. He's still telling a Mandalorian story. The Mandalorian shows up, then people won't claim, Oh, look at this Mandalorian season, stealing Boba Fett show. If you just would have called it the Mandalorian season three, book of Boba Fett. Right. I don't think people would be so up in arms that Boba wasn't the sole focus of the show. Right. Right. And Fennec Shan is doing all the Fennec Shan. I tell you what, I think Fennec Shan's got some plans, man. She's, (laughs) she's ruthless and she's kind of dictating. Yeah. Oh, I know. She's she's, dictating to him what he needs to do. Yeah. 
She was my she she was my favorite character throughout the she whole series. Great. I, thought she I was mean, amazing. that was just cold blooded murder at the end there, though. Right? It was. Yeah. I mean, not that they didn't deserve it, but like I was like, this okay. Let's there was this. there was one missed opportunity that I counted in the final episode, and that is. You've got Boba Fett squaring off against Cad Bane. They're staring at each other, and you've got Fennec Shand behind saying, stop it, don't do it, don't mm-hmm. do it. Cad Bane should have recognized Fennec Shand yes. from the, their showdown the on the Bad, Bad Batch. Batch. Yeah. I think that that little, and I didn't realize that. It wasn't until Chris from the from our show brought it, I think it was Chris on our show brought it up. And um, I'm like, oh, my God, you're right. That would have added just that one line, like keep to yourself, Shand, or something like that would have added just another layer of depth to the the overall mythos. So I saw a thing, I guess, like, because I, I was pretty upset. I'm like, did they just kill, did they just kill Cad Bane? Like they brought him into live action just to kill him. But then I guess like there's like a little beeping <clears throat> thing on his chest to show that he's still alive. But that's I- that's pretty deep cut. I think that gave him like a an out if they decide to take it. I, I think honestly, all of his appearances in uh, Clone Wars plus uh, his appearance in the Bad Batch, and apparently Duros, you know, as Star Wars geeks know all this crap. Duros don't live that long; they actually okay. age faster okay. than humans. So it's like um, Chris again on our show pointed out he's like a ninety year old facing off against a forty year old out there in in the streets. He's so I mean, faster. Boba Fett. <laughs> Boba Fett is only about my age. He's only like 47 years old in this thing. He just looks like hell. Because, uh, you know, I, I like to attribute that to Sarlacc juice. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But uh, um, <laughs> I, I honestly think it was cool to have Cad Bane there. It was cool that it was the same guy, Corey Burton, doing the voice. I mean, mm-hmm. that was insane. And I think he needed to go. I think it needed to prove that Boba Fett could, Boba mm. Fett could show down again against Cad Bane and walk away the last man standing. And I don't know if you guys noticed, but when his hat rolled off, he had the metal plate on his head. Do yep. you know why he had the metal plate on his head? That, uh, that unfinished scene that they never, that they never put into uh, like Clone, Wars, Clone yeah. Wars. Yeah. There was an episode that was never finished where it was young Boba Fett, like Daniel Logan age, Boba Fett versus Cad Bane in the streets doing a old spaghetti Western quick draw. Um, and they both got off headshots. Boba Fett shot Cad Bane in the head. And Cad Bane shot Boba Fett in the helmet, giving him the dent. Right. And that's where the dent came from in Boba Fett's helmet. Mm-hmm. And I really kind of wanted to see them do that in this episode. I mm-hmm. wanted to see like a flashback. Daniel Logan's begging for work. So, I mean, you can get Daniel <laughs> Logan to do that, to do that scene. <clears throat> There's, I just think it, maybe it would have been one showdown too many in the streets of Tatooine, but I, I was really kind of hoping we'd see this, this show didn't shy away from flashbacks. So I, I just think that was kind of a missed opportunity. See, I told you, you get me talking, I won't stop. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Yeah, that's good. I, yeah. So uh, let's talk about uh, Mandalorian uh, season three. Obviously, I mean, it's got to be coming, of course. Yeah. Um, you know, we got, like you said, you got the gang back together. You got Grogu. You got Mando back together. Um, what do you think the series kind of, you know, obviously brought them together, but what, what do you think the series uh, means for Mandalorian season three? Are we going to see more Boba Fett? Uh, I, I think we will, obviously. Um, but what, do you have any theories, ideas where the story can lead? Scott, you talking to me? You know, I think you, you brought up a good point about like Star Wars being bad at like showing how much time has passed. So mm-hmm. my real question is like, how much training did Grogu get? Right. Like, cause 
you know, like how was it, you know, was it months? Was it weeks? Like, I don't know what it well, was. And Luke said something in that episode um, whenever he touched Grogu's head and he started seeing his memories and he started seeing Order 66 and he saw the stormtrooper or the clone troopers coming at him and the falling Jedi around him. Um, Luke said that he is remembering more than Luke is teaching. Him. Yeah. And, you know, we know that he's 50 years old and that the uh, Clone Wars happened. I want to say at this point, roughly about 30 years, about 30 years about 30 years has passed since order 66. So Grogu was in the temple for about 20 years learning and, you know, just being around Jedi, what he could absorb being that young and how slowly they age. I don't know. He, for all I know, he could know more than Luke as, mm -hmm. as you know, and right. we might see that as, as the show goes on, we might see his powers get bigger and bigger, but you ask what is coming, and I mean, the obvious question is, essentially, Din Djarin is the ruler of Mandalore. By all rights, he is the wielder of the Darksaber, and he, it is up to him now to try and unite. Honestly, I think this is where it's going. I think it's up to him to unite the warring factions of Mandalorians, because you've got the Children of the Watch, which is the Armorer and uh, Paz Vizsla, You've got um, <clears throat> Bo-Katan and her her minions, the Night Owls, I think is what they're called. Mm -hmm. you, so you've got the Night Owls, you've got the Children of the Watch, you've got Din Djarin and his little, his family of two, which I think is now three. I think Boba Fett probably thinks of him as a member of the clan, yeah. you know? So you've got three warring factions now. God only knows who else is out there. We know Sabine Wren is out there too. Mm. Where is she going to side in all this? Is she going to take a side? I mean, there is a lot to unpack here. And with them bringing Sabine into Ahsoka's show, chasing after Grand Admiral Thrawn, how much of this is going to go towards that? We, we have this theory on the show that they're bringing up the original Thrawn trilogy and they're going to adapt it with the new canon of characters, with the Rebels cast and with um, you know, Din Djarin and Boba Fett now. And I don't know if it's going to go more towards that and lean towards that, you know, the heir to the empire through last command, or if they're going to go follow the rule of Mandalore, who's going to take over, who's going to unite the families. Will it take uniting the families to take on Grand Admiral Thrawn in those books? Grand Admiral Thrawn had a, a horde of Nogri, uh, Nogri like uh, these aliens that did his bidding those don't really exist in this canon. They killed off one of them in Rebels and they haven't shown any more. Will he take Mandalorians under his wing? Will he control a sect of Mandalore? I mean, the uh, the woman that, that fought Ahsoka uh, with the Beskar spear, where'd she get the Beskar spear from? You know, where'd she get the Beskar mm -hmm. from? Is it from Mandalorians that are possibly working with Grand Admiral Thrawn. There's a lot of questions up there. And honestly, nobody, nobody but the writer group knows what's going on. But if I had my way, just, just put me in that writer's room. I'm ready. <laughs> Man, that would be awesome. So um, obviously we know the next series coming in Star Wars <laughs> is yeah. the, it's dated. It's good to go. May 25th. We got Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, you guys excited for that? What do you guys think? You guys... I can't wait for more stories on Tatooine. <laughs> I love sand. I just love it. I mean, I've only grown up around it my entire life. Um, 
I'm excited for it. I hope he goes off world. I hope we maybe see some, I mean, we know they're not afraid of flashbacks. I hope we see some flashbacks with him and Anakin. Yes. Um, there's some debate, you know, that they're saying it's going to be another showdown between Darth Vader and Obi-Wan. And I'm like, does that really fit though? Because <laughs> in a new hope, he's like the presence I've not felt since. Right. Since when, since revenge of the Sith or since the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. I don't know. Yeah. But I'm excited. You and McGregor, you kidding me? Let's oh do yeah, this. McGregor's I'm awesome. now. Yeah. Best. As long as they get Ryan Johnson back to direct, I'm good. Um, <laughs> Nolan's Nolan's a huge fan of Ryan Johnson. Yeah, we still have to have that last Jedi podcast. Yes. What's that? We still have to have oh, the last Jedi podcast. Oh yeah, we'll have it. Well, that'll happen. It'll happen. What about you, Christian? Are you excited for it? I'm very excited for it. I can't wait. I, I'm happy to hear that Hayden Christensen's coming back. To what extent? That's awesome. I don't know. Does that mean that we're because I'd love to see Ahsoka and him? I don't know. Have some. Yeah. I know they had their little thing, um, not a little thing, but like you know, another encounter as Darth Vader. So um, I don't know if that would be redundant, but I don't know. Just now that we have Ahsoka in the world, that'd be cool. But yeah, uh, yeah again, just to hear you and McGregor talk about in interviews and saying like how excited he is to to work with Hayden again, like that makes me excited yeah. to see it. Yeah. Right. Know? So yeah, yeah. I, I have no clue what's gonna happen, but I'll, I'm. I'm, I'm here for it so yeah there is a um it, just by the way if anyone wants to check it out there's a actors on actors on a variety i think it's on youtube where even mcgregor and pedro pascal just kind of interview oh, each other that's, that's and cool it's uh yeah it's a great episode i think it's like half an hour or something it's just they mm-hmm. talk about their star wars stories and they talk about obi-wan and mandalorian and all kinds of cool stuff so how jealous you and really cool. is how jealous you and is that uh yeah pedro actually gets to work with stormtroopers people in suits instead of people in you know right. motion capture suits. <laughs> but, uh, yeah um i'm excited for that but i mean anytime you guys want to talk last jedi just let me know because in my opinion last jedi is the best film in that new trilogy Oh, well, thank you. We have, thank three. you. we have three people now. Oh, four people. Four people. Thank, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to have so, one. We're going to have, yeah, a, last gonna have an, a mega one. Thank you. Yeah. And I, I, mean, I will gladly hate on it till I die. So I'm you go second. for it, man. You I, go. Yeah, it's, it's not for everybody, I, but it's yeah, not, I, it's, I, I really, I, I, I like Last Jedi. I Christian disappeared. He's like, I can't even. I, did, I, I'm so excited yeah. for it. No, no, no. I want. I need to talk about this. It's one of the most beautifully shot Star Wars movies, I think, honestly, I, and also like Rogue One. But if we're gonna it go is. there, but it um, is yeah. visually stunning. It is visually really stunning. Is. Uh, well, we'll the the cinematography is amazing. What's that? We'll make sure we invite you. Definitely want to get your input on it. Um, because yes. uh, me and Kevin go back and forth just on random days, you know. Just to see <laughs> next hey, yeah, we'll it's have the Brandon we'll have Sarlacc, we'll have Pastrami Nation. Oh, dude, it's set up, it's set up so many cool ideas <sighs> that they just they they chickened out of whenever it, because of the fan mm-hmm. backlash. They they quit, they gave up on it and gave in to people, which and is gave us horrible. a train wreck of a movie no which... they should have they should have doubled down like going they should the have. third movie yeah they should have they really should have i agree i think don't kowtow to the naysayers just no. do it yeah yeah uh, yeah because they had a cool vision going on I I, I I was joking about ryan johnson but i i love ryan johnson he's one of knives my favorite filmmakers amazing. yes and we got and knives think... out two coming out soon yeah, yeah dude knives yeah. out two is coming out and he i i think he just he took what he did what he wanted <laughs> to do with star wars he was like i want to do this i'm gonna do yeah. this yeah, yeah. I, I will say I don't agree with everything that he did, but oh, I, not at it, all. Yeah, in every Star Wars movie, I can I can pick out something I don't enjoy, right. and absolutely. But 
in the even in the last jedi though the things i didn't enjoy i kind of understand why it was done mm-hmm. and it took a lot of it took a lot of views and a lot of soul searching to figure out that okay maybe canto bite wasn't completely useless but it was pretty useless uh, last jedi it, it suffers from that time thing again but this but opposite this time where star wars is always really bad at conveying time the last jedi actually put a time frame on it that didn't work they had 16 hours to get from point a to point b and back again and during that 16 hours like four or five days passed on acto and this that and the other thing and just star wars what are you gonna do <laughs> what are you gonna do yeah love it that's about it yep. <laughs> <laughs> well i want to just real quick, let let everybody know that if you're dropping a comment, you have till Sunday at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Drop a comment. You'll be entered to win a Funko Pop Boba Fett figurine uh, <laughs> that will be shipped to you wherever you're at. Uh, so just leave that mm-hmm. comment. Sunday, I'll pop on. I'll be like, hey, this is who won. So just join the conversation. I see we got Scott Winters, Arturo, can, can, can we we Crystal, Crystal Lampier, um, Jason Beam, Heather, Arturo. Uh, Brian Brennagar, we got we got comments, so keep oh, yeah. them coming. Um, the I mean, we're all entitled to our opinion. So if you're like, hey, it sucked, okay, cool, that's cool, that's oh yeah, opinion. that's the fun part about it. Um, I mean, if yeah. anybody follows me on Facebook, you saw my rants on Hawkeye. Like, we are entitled to our opinions, and I uh, loved Hawkeye. That's got to be another episode. Remember, <laughs> <laughs> dumpster fire of a Marvel series. It was that. Completely uh, but, disagree. But, you know, that's what I like, though. We're able to have those, you know, talks, you know, and I, that's what I think Last Jedi is going to end up being for us. When we can respectfully agree and disagree that, oh, you know, yeah. okay, you right. like this, we like this. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I can be respectful about Hawkeye, but I would try my best. <laughs> I, I like Hawkeye. I have really enjoyed it. I'll, I'll say this much. I am currently, I love, I love the Disney Plus stuff. I, I'm happy with what they do generally. I love mm-hmm. Loki. Um, yeah. But when it comes down to like a Marvel <clears throat> series, it's still Daredevil to me. Yep. Like what Netflix did with oh, Daredevil. Yeah. Like I'm rewatching it again. I have. I just I did. Have, yeah. Just got my hands on this guy. Pretty oh, look at that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Super cool. But yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm rewatching it and just like, I'm like, oh my God, I feel like, I feel like this needs to be respected as like one of the better TV series is like out there. Right. But anyway. I no, appreciate actually, your comments, Christian, because I agree with them. But I appreciate them. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh. But yeah, we'll make that that Last Jedi episode happen, I promise. And Scott will yeah, shoot that'll be fun. I'd love to get your input. And Kevin's just going to just, yeah, him and Brandon are going to have a great <laughs> But um, um, Really? Oh, Brian, yeah. Brian in the comments, this is just awesome. Uh, I was just talking about when we were watching the episode, like, I, at first, when I thought Cad Bane was uh, CGI, and then I realized this last episode, like this is prosthetic, and like you know, and whatever. And then I'm like, is this Doug Jones? And she's like, no, he's too tall to be Doug Jones. I'm like, Doug, jo- Doug Jones can look tall. I'm like, he's a skinny <laughs> dude from its proportion. Um, so Brian, thank you for bringing that to. to was it, it wasn't Doug Jones though, right? Was it Doug it, Jones? It, apparently, it was. Was it? Oh, I had to Google if if it was Doug Jones. Was it Doug Jones? I'm sorry, Brian. I misread your thing. I thought so, I wow. thought you were it's saying so that it was. Doug Jones um, is busy on Star Trek Discovery right now. I don't know. Oh, if, uh, right. If he's, uh, uh, no, it wasn't. Okay, cool. Okay. Oh, it wasn't. Oh, darn. That, that's a bummer. This was Boner Shrinker. I was super excited that that was going to be. I thought you were talking about the other Brian Brenniger comment that said Hawkeye was better than Loki, which is just blasphemy. <laughs> I, I don't agree. know about that. 
<laughs> hey, listen, I like I'm a, I'm a Hawkeye apologist as well, but um, I don't wouldn't say it's better than Loki. Yeah, I don't Loki know. Loki and WandaVision. Those are my two Loki favorite. Was, right oh, WandaVision. Loki was kind of all over the place. WandaVision I really enjoyed because I grew up watching all those old sitcoms that they yes. released all those movies, yeah. the shows yeah. off of. And it, it just got really dark and very emotional. Uh, <laughs> Loki was... It was an interesting exploration into the mind of a sociopath in love with mm-hmm. himself. Yep. And love the, the, the ending scene meant nothing to me. The, the, whenever the big reveal of the big villain, because right. I am not, I am not a huge Marvel comic reader. Uh, I, I did in the past. I, my, my breadth of knowledge of Marvel comics is it's pretty good, but it's not, that good it's i know who he was supposed to be but i think they did a lousy job at conveying who he was supposed to be it drove more people to google than it probably did the marvel comics they're probably okay who the hell was that on google instead of to a you know rack of marvel comics to figure out who he was um but overall i really enjoyed loki i really like sylvia i think she's awesome Mm -hmm. but i'm i'm sorry there's something there was something about hawkeye being set at Christmas time, the banter between the two of them, the uh, comic that it was based on, loosely based on, mm. is incredible. And the way they it hit really some is. of those nuances and some of those scenes, the way they translated them on screen, uh, for me, it just it really worked. And I, I love the fact that they brought Kingpin into it. I I don't think Kingpin's dead. You, oh, you no know, can't bring you can't bring Kingpin into it and kill him off that easily. Um, no. But the way that she had the guts to stand up to him and really try and fight him, I, I loved it because she just kept getting her ass beat. And it, it showed true character and the true uh, a true hero trying to fight against terrible odds. And I don't know, Hawkeye just really worked for me. I loved it. Right. We're going to make off Fal- episodes. And we're just going to. Falcon like- and the Winter Soldier? Falcon and the Winter Soldier was too long. That was probably my least and favorite of the that, series, to be that honest. Was, I, that's the one I was looking for. It could have been a movie. Most. Yeah. yeah, I wanted him in that suit by episode three. I wanted because yeah. I love that character, and yeah, it just it 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 drug it out a little too long. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, maybe before midnight happens, we'll do a like a quick little like face off so we could debate the Marvel series. You know what was good and what wasn't in our opinion, and then what our hopes are of midnight as midnight's going to be landing soon. In March. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Which one? Absolutely, Moon Knight. Moon oh, Moon Knight! Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. That cast is just amazing. But anyways, yeah. that's another that's another podcast, that, another time. Absolutely. Yeah, like yeah. Batman meets Hawkman. I mean, how can you not? How can you not love it? <laughs> He's an archaeologist, Batman. I mean, yeah. How with with multiple personalities, yeah. multiple personality yeah. disorder. It's awesome. Yep. Exactly. Well, um, before we before we start wrapping up, Scott, you wanted to let everybody know how they can find Sarlacc Digest. Oh, sure. Uh, you know, uh, law, we do a show every Wednesday. We go live on YouTube at 7 p.m. or 8 p.m. Pacific time every Wednesday on youtube.com slash Sarlacc Digest podcast. Uh, and you can always find us on Twitter, Sarlacc Digest podcast. Uh, everywhere you can think of Sarlacc Digest podcast. We also have a Facebook group where we continue our conversation, the Sarlacc Digest Central. I know Nolan's in that group. Um, you know, check it out, man. We, we, talk for about an hour hour and a half on star wars and then we move it on over to facebook nice. and just keep it going so just check us out and you can find me uh the art of scott solo on uh, instagram or just you know you'll see me in the starlight digest so 
And Scott's no stranger to pastrami nation. We've had him on a few mm -hmm. episodes. He's a fantastic guy. And the things they're doing over there at Sarlacc, you got to check it out. Uh, it's definitely my favorite source for Star Wars news. So um, make sure you go Thank check you. that out. Subscribe, all the fun stuff, you know. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, the, uh, I'll the go thing about the, the thing about us really quick, we try to keep it positive. We don't do the negative stuff. We that don't just good. We don't just harp on the negative of Star Wars. There's always stuff in Star Wars we're not going to like. But you know like what? Yeah. At the at the <laughs> at the end of the day, it's Star Wars. And it's like I said, sit down, shut up and just enjoy it. And that's what we do. And we try yeah. and convey that on our show. Nolan, please. I apologize. I said no I wouldn't worries. shut up. No worries, Scott. But make sure you guys go check out Sarlacc Digest. They do a lot of cool things. Um, and like Scott said, his art page, uh, he does some fantastic art. And he does the cool uh, like time-lapse sessions. You got to check it out. They're really cool. Um, all right. Well, I want to thank everybody for being on here. Kevin, thank you yeah. for leading us in this discussion of the Book of Boba Fett. I appreciate it. <laughs> thank you. Uh, Christian, thank you for your triumphant return. We're excited to have yeah. you. Uh, and Scott, as always. Thank you, Scott, for joining us. Um, it's always a pleasure to have you. Uh, thank Absolutely. you for everybody commenting. All you got to do to enter, drop that comment by Sunday, 8 p.m., and you'll be entered to win a Funko Pop Boba Fett shipped to you on us. So no worries. All right. Make sure you subscribe to Pastrami Nation. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're on Pinterest, where we can continue to explode for absolutely no reason. But we do. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. I haven't explored Pinterest yet. Maybe that's something new. Yeah, we have about 220 thousand follow people coming through every month so um oh, yep no, I, I highly suggest you go check it out scott I will. <laughs> <laughs> all right i hope everybody has a great night and we'll see you on our next episode take care keep it nerdy everybody